So I'm recording this post on September 10th, 2020, but it was actually written uh, almost exactly 10 years ago. Um, September 10th, if you don't know, is World Suicide Prevention Day. And I find it interesting that I'm writing these posts that often focus around uh, anxiety and, and depression and sort of reflective thought, positive and negative. Um, and this particular post is one of my favorites, but unfortunately, it was written just three days after I lost someone important to me to a drug overdose. Uh, we can only um, understand as suicide, if not just an accidental overdose. So um, I'm going to read it as it was written 10 years ago. And it's interesting, uh, the preface that it has already, as it relates to what was going on 10 years ago. So I, th- I think it's important today to reflect on I think it's important every day to reflect, but I think it's important today to reflect on how people affect us in our lives and what we can do to have a positive effect on them. So welcome to episode four of Karmic Kamikaze, the post titled Pure Stream of Consciousness. <laughs> Why does that look like couscous? Three days later, I just don't know what to make of anything. I'm very reflective over the success I've had for weeks in silencing my mind to the point I actually have very little to say. But I'm alarmed at a few conversations I had this past week and how the horrendous occurrences locally, nationally, and globally have affected us. I just don't know how to be okay with it. I don't see that anyone's method, while I believe so much of it to be correct, has really done any good. We'll take soup to loved ones' houses having lost their child and parents and fill them with words of apology. But what are we doing to help these people? And how is it that a meeker me or us helps to accomplish anything? Damn it. We have families killing each other, hitting us at home, and all the while the soundtrack of Iraq and Afghanistan spills into my brain. And it sure as hell isn't because it's on the news. How the hell is making soup or talking in the hallways doing anything? What am I not doing? And why am I not doing anything? Why are we showing up for work and going about our day when there are people trudging around shooting each other, supposedly for our sake? And why don't we care? And more than wearing a pink or sticking a, a sticking a damn yellow ribbon on our car. I fucking hate yellow ribbons. So I'm having no luck dealing with my anger right now. And in response, I sat down at the keyboard and spilled out the following. I actually added the intro afterwards. Sometimes all I can do is write, and I like to let it flow and inspire and can't profess this has any constructive origin. I hope only that it's cathartic. I'm a spiritual voyeur peering through soul's windows. The house, its shell sways as the wind blows. Its sides cave as I bear witness, and all that remains is couldn't care lessness. Rising from reality's rubble, a spirit, a thought, a guise, a self, speaking to me, cannot hear i recognize the figure a caregiver a phenom a long lost brother and then oh god it's me it's me and me none of the me's i care for returning from the ashes back to egotism clouded without the guidance and link to realism my bridge over troubled waters was thrown out with the baby and its bath water i'm left without a kindred spirit led to slaughter And now the window through which my soul passed becomes another mirror. That's all I need. More time to stare inward. If it's true we draw nearer to God through a collective, I'm going to need to manufacture me's to meet that objective. 
Staring at my disposition adds more murk to the waters, makes it more difficult to silence echoed forefathers. Who left the world a better place? Contributed more to the human one than the rat race. The Obamas, the Grams, the celebrity politician and clergy, or the unknown kids silencing each other's worries. I'm shouting down the echoes, and they say the same thing, listening to how my heart goes, and snatch let freedom ring. We're for whom the bell tolls, when we realize that the beauty is we're looking for the same thing. But I'm left with dejection, staring at my reflection, looking at my conscience, filled with objective, me and me and whoever we are, strapped in as suicides, riding life sandlebars. My reflection stared forward, peering back at me, and a smile crept across his face, saying the same thing. The more I stare, the less I look anything like me. I see an eight-year-old kid sleeping in the room next to me, standing on the shoulders of his four-year-old uncle, telling me it'll be okay. I'm counseled by angels and afterlives I don't believe in. My mind's tricking me that I'm real again. And when I decide the world is what you make of it, I'm fine. But when the world decides to make up shit, mostly I die. And when I decide to let words flow, they make such little sense, which merely shows how silly it is to place stock in your mind's ignorance. Mikey had it right. As did both our teachers. Life's not for misshapen boxes, his categories and models. It's not what we're told or even who we lose. It's about our choice and the right ones not to choose. It's about the one you're with and the one that's always with you. My goal is to be alone, having dissolved my sense of self at all. To be alone while completely surrounded by it all. Here's hoping a piece of Mikey found a place with Eric and the me and me staring me in the face.